This is Aaron Hall on the first podcast. You can learn more about me at AaronHall.com. I'll never forget the day that I was standing on the William Mitchell Law School parking lot. It was a warm summer day, and I got a call from my dad. Now, let me tell you, my dad's the kind of guy who, when he calls and says, how are you doing? He's not making small talk. He really wants to know, how are you doing? And I, I remember when he asked me that question, I almost started to cry. Now, I'm not really a crying type. It's not easy for me to get tears. But when he asked me, I wanted to break down. And let me tell you why. The prior year, we had encountered some challenges. I was really excited about starting law school, and a few days before, my wife called me uh, with a very nervous and excited tone in her voice, a tone I hadn't heard before. And uh, she said, guess what? I'm like, "I, I have no idea what. We're having a baby. Well, I had a mixture of emotions and thoughts at that moment because I was about to start law school full time and she was going to be working. At least that was our plan. And she may have sensed that because at that moment she said, hey, don't worry. We'll be able to work this out. Both of our moms can help out. I have some flexibility in my job. We'll figure it out together. Well, a few weeks after that, she called me again. Similar tone in her voice this time. I'm like, well, what could it be? We're already pregnant. Well, maybe you guessed it. We're having twins. All right, well, nine months goes by. We have the babies, our two little girls, just before law school. Or I'm sorry, just before final exams. And I'm so grateful. My mom actually uh, moved in to help us with the babies and help with the nights. We had various friends and I'm the oldest of eight siblings. And so my siblings came and helped out. But you can imagine it's a tough time in, in law school, getting through your first year of finals. And for those of you who don't know, your first job after law school is often very much dictated by your first year grades because it's your first year grades that allow you to get your first uh, job with a law firm, which is then in the second summer of your uh, schooling. And if that works out, then you typically end up coming back to the uh, law firm after you've graduated. So the stakes are pretty high. Law students often feel a lot of pressure. So back to the call with my dad. I said to him, Dad, I'm having a hard time. I'm not a very good husband right now. I'm not there for my wife. I'm, I'm here in the law library. I'm studying and working on a law review write-on application, a big essay or, or legal article. Uh, here I am working on a coursework. It's exhausting. Second, I'm not a very good dad right now. I've got two little baby girls at home I want to be holding and playing with and being with. I've given up trying to be a good brother to my seven siblings and a good son and a good friend. 
So I'm thinking about quitting law school. And you could probably tell I did this with much hesitancy because I had worked so hard to get into law school. But my feeling was I just can't keep going like this in law school without um, failing in the more important areas of my relationship with my wife, my role as a dad, etc. I'll never forget what he said at that moment. He said, Aaron, this is what family's for. We'll do whatever we can to help you through this. And I know I speak for your mom and your siblings. We'll do whatever it takes to help you through. But he didn't stop there. He said, and I hope you never forget this because we need each other. And I hope you do this for others, for your family member and others in the future. And as I sit here today telling you this story, I know that I never would have gotten through law school. I wouldn't be an attorney today. I wouldn't be doing this podcast if it weren't for the sacrifices of my family and friends and all sorts of people around us who helped us through those tough times. I knew in my mind that relationships are important, that we need each other. But it was at that moment and the the days and weeks and months ahead that I felt that and that that became an important value in my life. We need each other. We're not here for ourselves. We're here to serve each other, to help each other, to encourage each other, comfort each other. And I wouldn't be doing this today if it weren't for the sacrifices of others who went before me. I think we can probably all say that. I have a great sense of fervor and passion around this because I had such a uh, traumatic, challenging experience. This forever shaped who I am and how I use my skills and experiences and the things I've learned to help others. At the core, I believe legal expertise and frankly, all the resources we've been given are here, not for ourselves, not for our own gratification and selfishness, but to empower others, to encourage others for service of a cause far greater than ourselves. As a Christian, I can tell you that I believe that glorifying God is the number one goal in our lives. And we do that by serving others, by living the way that we're supposed to live, by using our skills and our strengths and our experiences Again, not just for our own gratification, but rather a cause much bigger than ourselves. That's why I'm doing this podcast. And as I do this, I think about those who have not had the pain, the experiences, the lessons, the schooling that I've had. I've gone through law school. I started a firm. In less than 10 years, we grew to about 30 employees. It was rocky. I learned a lot of tough lessons along the way. And ultimately, as you'll hear in the podcasts in the future, uh, the law firm ended up dissolving uh, through a number of different phases and stages and, and various challenges. Challenges that included internal embezzlement, uh, betrayal, and then some great people 
who help navigate those difficult circumstances. We'll talk in the podcast about core values and why they are so important when figuring out who do you want to do life with, who's going to share the workload in achieving your big goals and working on big projects together. We need to have a diversity of strengths, diversity of skills, a diversity of perspectives. But if we're not here for the same goals, for the same reasons, if we don't have the same passions, if we're not inspired for the same cause, well then at some point, we're going to have conflict with our teammates. So we'll talk about that. There will be plenty of discussion in this podcast about business strategies, tips, tools, productivity, eliminating clutter, consumerism, and all the distractions in life to focus on that which matters most, staying true to our mission, staying true to who we are. We'll talk about people and aligning human resources, money and aligning financial resources, strategy, tactics, and how do you put together a plan and identifying all the different scientific elements of running a business. One of my favorite books is Traction. It talks about the Entrepreneurial Operating System by Gino Wickman. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. That is, in a way, the Bible for running a small business. You have to start running a small business successfully before you can run a large business successfully. A lot of the concepts or all the concepts still apply to large businesses, but when you're talking about over 100 employees, it takes a different level of complexity. And so that traction book is not necessarily the ideal book for large companies. It certainly, uh, its principles are true, but it doesn't go into the detail uh, large companies need. Likewise, for a solo entrepreneur, the book is not the most relevant because you haven't quite run into the complexities and problems that you have when you're actually leading a team. But that book is, uh, and the concepts in it we'll talk about here, as well, well as other best-selling business books with a real honest, thoughtful critique of the books. What are the great concepts and takeaways? What have I seen uh, that's worked out and applied in businesses I've worked with? Uh, as I was growing a firm, I interviewed well over 100, probably hundreds of candidates for jobs in our firm, including attorneys. I've met with well over 1,000 business owners, uh, working with them on their businesses, helping them navigate all sorts of legal issues, non-compete agreements, mergers, acquiring other businesses, hiring and firing employees, intellectual property like trademark, copyright, patent, trade secrets, domain names, a lot of e-commerce and technology companies, service companies, professional companies. In fact, I've coached other law firm business owners who are managing their business and trying to grow their legal practice. We'll talk about all of that in this podcast. But again, it goes back to how do we use the legal knowledge, the expertise, experiences, and lessons we've acquired to help others 
And that's my hope for you, that you will enjoy this podcast with stories. You'll get a sense of the passion and excitement around helping entrepreneurs overcome challenges, take control of their lives, care for those around them, and do something great, inspiring the world to be better. Thank you for joining me on this first podcast. I look forward to you uh, listening in and our discussion on future podcasts. One final note, I would love for your feedback, comments, ideas. In particular, are there certain challenges that would be helpful to talk through? If you're dealing with a challenge in your business, please go to the show notes and submit a request. Feel free to describe the circumstances you're facing. And I may use that as an idea for a future topic. Really, the this podcast is all about helping real business owners and entrepreneurs overcome challenges by looking at what is the systemic framework for tackling those challenges. So stay, stay tuned and uh, let's stay in touch. We'd love to have your uh, input and you can go in the show notes to see how to stay in touch with me. We have a Facebook group, which you can comment on. There are YouTube videos. You can email me. Let's stay in touch. I look forward to seeing you at the next podcast.